The Jolt. The Jolt. This is The Jolt with Larry Flick on Sirius XMLQ. So that is music from the new album by Kelly Clarkson, Piece by Piece. Yes. I'm Larry Flick, and Kelly Clarkson is here. Yes. Um, it's so good to see you again. You too. You look absolutely beautiful. Thank you. You know, it's so weird because I'm one of those guys who said I'm never going to have children, but lately I meet people who are having babies, and they look so actually happy. Oh, my God. I know. I thought I was you. I was a gypsy. I thought, mm, that's not going to be my life. And then I love it. I actually, his two kids, my husband, when we got married, like being around them just in our whole relationship made me want to have a kid. Really? Yeah. And so how old is she now? She's eight and a half months. Oh, my gosh. Yep. Has she, does she have like the full-fledged personality and everything? She's so magical. Yes. Is she awesome? Yeah. Aww. See, you're making me, you and my friend Liam, who works here, y'all are making me want kids. It's really bad because I'm too old. Oh, no, you're not. No one's too old. I'll just be someone's fairy gay father. What do you think? (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Then you can load them up with sugar and hand them on back. (laughs) Exactly. And say, look, here you go. (laughs) So congratulations. This record is so beautiful. Um, Thank you. It actually makes me like you know, make makes an old an old queen cry. Oh, I love that! Places. What a great slogan. <laughs> <laughs> it makes an old queen cry. It makes an old queen cry. You had I to see it. me on the train this morning, honey, listening to it again. <laughs> and and the thing is, I, I, it happens every time I listen to one of your new records. I get stuck on a few songs for a while. Ooh, what are yours? What are the stuck well, on ones? Well, of course, the title song. Piece by piece. It, which is just... That's pretty gut-wrenching. But it's a happy ending. Well, it's a happy ending, but it's, you know, I think it's because... Who doesn't love a happy ending? Well, oh, there's so many different things to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> and you're in the right room for that, oh. darling. But no, I mean, I think it's because it feels like um, the the finish to Because of You. It is. It's a happy ending for that. Yeah, and, that's what I and, call it. And what's even funnier is um, my father didn't leave, but he probably should have. Oh, that's worse. Which I I don't I can't decide what's worse. I'll tell you from someone who had one leave. I think that's worse. Yeah. Yeah. Well, to be abandoned right in front of you. Like, it was really hard pretty, because there were times, yeah. you know, there's like a uh, where you talk about being chosen. Yeah. And I remember being, you know, the only boy child in my family, and still begging to be chosen. Yeah. And so listening to and it had nothing to do with being gay. It just had to do with something intangible. I know yeah. now as an adult. Yeah. But that song is just searing. So what well, sorry that you relate to it, but thank you. But you know a lot of people are. <laughs> I that's honestly why I ended up writing it because I had a conversation with my sister about the same thing and we couldn't believe we found men that were you know, usually girls with daddy issues grow up to marry guys like their dads. So, mm-hmm. you know. But I guess if you didn't know him very well, you can't marry him. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, well, thank you. <laughs> but so but how 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 long did it take, if you don't mind me asking, how long did it take for you to believe he wasn't going to leave your husband that's the really weird thing about brandon and i um long story short we yeah. actually met almost nine years ago randomly mm-hmm. like I, I was singing with a rascal flat somewhere and we met in passing and it was like and i just told my friend now assistant um i was like you know we had both gotten out of crap relationships and i was like we just need to meet a really good southern guy we're southern girls like we just need to meet that that guy that kind of fits with us. And he walked by. I know this sounds so toolish and like a movie, but I swear to God, it's the truth. He walked by 
And I was like, like that guy, like he's so cute. You know, he's such a cool, he seems so like down to earth and like cute and like fun. And just how he, we were kind of watching him in the room or whatever. And then I thought he heard me because he walked over. And then he ended up saying, you know, I'm actually from Burleson, Texas, which is where I'm from. And I was like, what? And so my we're already married in my head. Because <laughs> I'm like, what? Who's from Burleson? And um, anyway, there was just a quick passing thing, you know, and I was like, oh, me too. And kind of walked away a moment and. And I was like, man, I want, I want that guy. Like, is he available? And he ended up being married at the time. And then we didn't really see each other for years. But then um, it's just so weird that that feeling nine years ago was still the same feeling when we ran into each other for, at the Super Bowl and his artist was there and I was there performing. And it was that same feeling. And I just think, honestly, it sounds like such a stupid movie, but there's an undeniable feeling that happens when you meet just a perfect partner. Like, like a perfect partnership and friendship. And I'm very lucky. I feel very, I feel like I won the lottery with I, love. I know it's how you good. feel because it took, it took a couple tries, but yeah. I had the same experience. Hey, it took, it took a couple tries to appreciate. Now you appreciate. Yeah. Because you know, you know the difference. Well, I think it took a couple tries of not dating my father. Oh. Do you know what I mean? Yes, I dated my father once. Isn't that awful? Yeah, well, I made lots of money off of it, so <laughs> <laughs> I guess it wasn't too bad. <laughs> Says number one, so you know, hey, I wasn't too bad. <laughs> that's what they call lemonade, America. It's Kelly Clarkson with us on Sirius XMLQ. Um the 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 other the other there's so many songs but there's there's uh, take you high love take you high you're picking my favorite take you I high love take you which high. is which is so I like it for so many different reasons I love uh, the the vocal I love the words but I actually love that you were brave enough to make this kind of track I know it's, it's trippy it's trippy it, the the beats change they're, they're your, your you voice know it's funny disappears and comes back and there are layers and. Yeah. It's very intense. And that song was the most worked on as in production. Because Jesse, um, we're friends. He produced a few songs on that record and, and wrote. Um, and I, he kept sending it to me and I kept going, mm-mm, trippier. <laughs> I was like, nope, darker. I was like, I want you to, like, really, I want it to feel like. And I kept using the reference. Do you remember the Cruel Intention soundtrack? Of course. Yeah, just how kind of epic that was in so many different ways like even not just bittersweet symphony but even um you know um how do you say that band anansi skunk or an, skunk anansi yeah skunk anansi um you know that song mm. or even um you know the county crow song like it was just such a great collaboration of just songs that like i wanted that feeling how those songs felt when you were listening to them and i kept you know telling him that and man he finally we got an orchestra on it and we got some trippy strings and and everything, and it finally made it to like what I really wanted it to feel like. So he did such a great job. Jesse worked his butt off on that. Well, what's really good, interesting is is the sequencing of the record because it opens with heartbeat song, which is kind of like an explosion of color all over your face as you're listening to it. Yeah. And then it kind of like pulls back to the beginning of the story, at least yeah. in my mind as yeah. I'm listening to it. And it's very very uh, introspective and dark and murky, and you're kind of you know the the music is kind of muddy, and then all of a sudden it's like air all of a sudden it gets very light out yeah about halfway through but the i think record. that's everyone right like all of our psyches all of, all of us we have all of that in us but you know what's exciting is that these days you don't hear fully 
conceived albums anymore. Well, but I'm 32, so I'm from a different... Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm still from the time when I got excited about buying albums. I know. So I think that's the difference. Like, you know, because Kelly brought me a hard CD, and I'm sitting here practically caressing it in front of her. <laughs> because you don't, you don't see them it. anymore. <laughs> I am f- I'm fondling Kelly yeah. by, uh, in essentia, whatever, <laughs> by proxy. Um, but it, it really, it really has, so that by the time you get to, you know, Dance With Me and Nostalgic. Love and, Dance and, With Me. Uh, you know, it, it's kind of stomping, and it's kind of uh, what you need. It's yeah. kind of like you're rinsing. It's very, it's a very emotional album, and and it is more Good. upbeat than than your previous records, but it's mm-hmm. a little bit more. Um, it's pretty intense. It's it's almost as much of a sucker punch as my December. With yeah, bright, as in like how intense chorus, it is. Choruses. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. Which is still my favorite of your albums. I love you for that. You know, I remember he told me about the last time we talked, and I was like, "What? Maybe? Are you kidding me?" I, I wrote that with his brother. Really? Yeah, it's my guitarist. Oh brother. my gosh, yeah. maybe is like the best song ever. That I wrote. Obsessed I wrote that. that. That's so funny. That's such a. I love that song. I'm obsessed with maybe yeah. Irvine. Oh, that's a dark one. That's that's like laying on the floor. I was. And I was every time I listened to it. <laughs> yeah. And and um. Oh my gosh. I, I keep my heel keeps hitting this chair. It sounds very different, <laughs> probably in the mic. <laughs> I swear to God, it's my heel. But no, so so. Do you feel uh, at this stage though, because this is this is as intense in places as my December, and yet um, you're not stressed out today? No, not at all. Yeah, I love my life, man. I was just telling my assistant and my best friend who we were on a plane together, and I was like, I just feel so lucky. Like I just feel like nothing could be better. Like you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you know, the grass is usually, or you're as hum- humans, we're always like unsatisfied, and we like, what else could we do to have better? Or I want this, or I want to do this, and I mean, like, if everything stopped now, and if I died today, like I've had the most beautiful, amazing life and experiences, and I just, I, I just feel very lucky. Do you feel like you've you've earned your way out of being questioned? Well, I've always felt like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, unfortunately, in my head, in my world, I've always felt like that's like when I get stopped for tickets, like like a cop will stop me for like speeding or something. And then, you know, every once in a while they'll be like, oh, you think you're because you're famous. You can just speed and get out of, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, I felt like this way before I was famous. <laughs> this is like since I started driving. And I mean, and it's not like I'm trying to do it. I just am kind Kind of one of those drivers I listen to music and the pedal gets pushed harder mm-hmm. and yeah I've never caused an accident just so everyone knows just so you know <laughs> but but I mean it must I mean do you your creative process I mean you've always felt free or you've always demanded to be free yeah um, but do you feel like no one's going to give you pushback now um I just feel like well at this point I have a completely different team around me like even with the label like I've been with the same label for 13 years yeah. like I've oh other than like maybe one or two people I have a completely different team. I mean, I've had like four, by the way. Um, But this this last team that, you know, I've been working with, um, they're really good at like, I mean, they have a grasp of who I am and the directions I, you know, want to go. And even this record, this is a really easy record to make. I don't know if it was because I was hormonal and nobody wanted to poke the dragon or poke the bear, but but I was like, yeah, you know, I just, that nobody, everybody agreed on everything. Everybody loved the direction. Like it was really good. So I have to ask you because I'll never experience it. What was what was the best part about being pregnant? Was it just because everyone was afraid to poke the dragon? No, you know what it is. It sounds so cheesy, but I know that women are the ones who have the babies. But it's different when it, you're like 
you're having a child and you're you're creating life inside you. Mm-hmm. It is miraculous that we can do that. Like I know that sounds so naive and stupid, and no, I I'm fearful honest. of sounding like a dumb blonde. Obviously, I knew what happened, <laughs> but I just mean when you're pregnant, like the fact that like how empowering that is mm-hmm. that we can create a human. Like you can never create a vagina, but I can create a penis. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, can we put that in a? Pull I'm quote? just saying, it's amazing. It's amazing. Like women, like it, how powerful is that? Like we Very can create. Powerful. I just think that's that's amazing. What like y'all it's... have nothing on that. That is the ultimate trump card. <laughs> and you know what? Good for you. Good for you. He's like, <laughs> shove it. I'm not sure I want any vaginas uh, near me, Kelly Clarkson, but that's just me. Well, just you. <laughs> but uh, but so I, I'm 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 stuck on I'm stuck on the the I guess I'm stuck on the first part of the record right now more than than that's the always me when I buy a record. I'm stuck on the first, the first part, yeah. But I'm also just stuck on it because you know I'm thinking of the song uh, uh, someone. Which which is that song is so good, and it was written by a really good friend of mine. No way, Matthew Coma. I didn't. Okay, I'd never heard of him. Is he the coolest guy? I still have yet. We were like direct message each other because I'm like we have to meet. Like first of all, he's he's, like a twig. You'll snap him. He's so tiny. He's so poetic. He's a Long Island kid. I didn't know that. Yeah, everyone talented is from Long Island. I know, not me though. I feel like I know I'm not either, but I'm just (laughs) feeling like there's a lot of talent coming from Long Island. Yeah, but it's really funny because you actually worked with a number of people I know in this record. Oh, he's good. He's amazing. Kara Diaguardi, who's one of my oldest friends, one of my oldest and dearest. That's heartbeat song for that one. Yeah, heartbeat song. Yeah, and Justin Tranter, so great. Yeah. So really, wow. Yeah. It really is that whole. What is it? Seven degrees of separation. It really kind of is. Or six degrees. What is it? I forget. Six degrees. Six degrees. That one too. Kevin Bacon. Nine degrees of separation. (laughs) I'm just gonna make up my own. the reason why I'm also excited to have this is because I can sit and study the credits because I'm a credit guy. And and I'm excited to see that, you know, you've worked with a wide range of people, although it seems like you've found your your creative match in, in Greg Kirsten. Yeah. Um and Greg and uh Greg, Jesse and Jason, they all they all those are the three producers I feel like that really get not only the pop rock side of me, but the soulful side of me mm-hmm. and the songwriter out of me so I feel like they really um and especially I've been working with Jason and Greg the longest um and they just you know we've worked together so much it becomes effortless like you know and they can read my mind on what I'm gonna do and and I can I well I can never guess what Greg's gonna do he is like rain man is he <laughs> yes I've never met him I'm oh my god to. Greg is literally like one of the most talented people like I mean just he plays everything he can write like when we did underneath the tree for my Christmas record mm-hmm. I was so nervous because he we were in the studio and it was gonna be our first attempt at like writing together we'd work together like producer singer wise but we'd never written together and um he was like yeah I just had this idea and he played like something simple on piano and he was like, let me just give you more to play on you know like just to and so he walked into the room in the studio and just like laid down this amazing bass part and then he was like well okay well all right I'll just like build this and and then he laid down this amazing you know percussion part I mean he just and and, and then like underneath the tree is like like the like not the whole song but just like the vibe of the song like the not the structure quite yet but like you know a little bit of it and it was just he is the most amazing guy in the studio to watch just float around effortlessly and create magic. But is that changing when that when you're around that? Does that change the way you sing? Um, no. I mean, it changes the way I sing whenever I feel a song differently. Like you know, if I get a song like "Someone" on this record, 
it's definitely more of a poetic singer-songwriter feel. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, and it so it's more of an achy part of my voice. But if I'm getting a song like A Dance With Me or I Had A Dream or something like that, that's more the soulful side of me. Like, because it just depends on the vibe of the music, yeah. which influences how I'm going to sound. It's interesting to hear when you when you lock into the beat. And to me, it's very confident to hear someone who doesn't feel like she needs to do runs every 30 seconds. Well, and that's something I learned early on from my band, actually. Like, when I first started, like, I felt like I had to, like, prove myself in every song and every verse and every chorus. And, um, you know, and, and it was like, they were like, you know, finally a couple, actually Jason, my Halbert, my musical director who now produces a lot of my stuff too. He was like, Hey, he was like, it is so awesome that you can wail and you can do all this, but just to know that it's more powerful mm. when you don't do it all the time. Like it's more effective if you don't do it every time. So, and it was something I was like, Oh, I was like, God, I thought everybody would want me to do it all the time, you know, cause every producer at that point had asked me to, like, hey, let's do runs here, let's do runs here, just because I could do them. So I never really had someone, you know, say to me, hey, it's awesome that you can do all that, but, like, you don't need to do it all the time. You have a great voice, like, just sing. And then add those in every once in a while. And it was a really good thing that I had experienced, like, friends around me. Because I feel like a lot of female singers don't have those people around them. And it's like, you know what, you can do the runs, and that's awesome, but you know it it's not all of you, you know? Well, it should be, it should be the cherry on top. It should be tasteful, yeah. yeah. Which I try and do, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's Kelly Clarkson. So you're getting ready to go on the road. Yes. Um, uh, how much of this album are you going to be singing? Um, we're going to do all the hits, um, and then it's just going to be a longer show. <laughs> and then, um, and then um, we're going to do. I think we have um, six of the songs of this album in there incorporated nice. somehow. Yeah. And so, which of the older songs are you dying to sing again? Man, I always love singing "Walk Away." That's one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, I don't. It's just a very sassy song, so I love it. Um, I love doing "Breakaway" because everyone sing. It's not my favorite song to sing because it's kind of boring singing wise, yeah, but it's, it's fun. Like a- yeah, it's just you know kind of a waltz, but but it's it's my favorite to sing with a crowd because the entire crowd sings that song. That's probably everybody thinks that since you've been gone, it's not. It's Breakaway. I like that's it. the one that everyone sings the I most. I believe it. So, but uh, any chance that you may break out addicted once in a while? Oh, I love you. Uh, yes, there's a chance. There's a chance. Yes, I love that song. Uh, I saw you do that song once live, and I was just like, you know how like in church you take off your shoes, you start throwing it. Yeah, you're, a whole you're, bunch of queens and I were like, yes, Kelly, yeah. wailing. <laughs> I love that bridge. Sad. It's very, like my favorite sad. bridge. So good. Well, Kelly, it's good to see you. Thank you. Nice to see you. It's too. really nice to see you. You look absolutely gorgeous. Well, and thank you. Happy, happy, happy. It's I very am. contagious. I'm like Pharrell, y'all. Good. The <laughs> album by Kelly Clarkson is called Piece by Piece. And because it's my show and I want to, we're going to play that song right now because it's the best song. <laughs> best, best song. Uh, to be continued, yes? All right. All right. This is The Jolt. <laughs> 